Warning, content not suitable for children. Listener discretion advised, yo. Screaming Chewy Show, your source of entertainment and overall fuckery. And the show starts now. Israeli Krav Maga. Sounds like some badass martial arts, right? Well, that's exactly what it is. In fact, the Israeli uh, special forces, they use this as self-defense techniques. Hey, in this crazy world, why not learn self-defense? Some of the most badass self-defense techniques out there. But get this, you get to learn it from a grand master. Yeah, Krav Maga grand master, Jacob Bressler. Yeah, he'll be hosting a martial arts seminar open to the public at Tucson Rising Phoenix Fitness and Defense, Saturday, May 15th, 12 p.m. until 4 p.m. Now get this, they also have sliding scale pricing. So if money's tight, they will work with you. These guys are amazing. Jacob Bressler is globally famous for his street smart combat technologies. Now, what are you waiting for? Take this amazing opportunity to learn real world self-defense teachings from hands down the most well-respected grandmaster in the Krav Maga global spectrum. So again, that's May 15th at Tucson Rising Phoenix Fitness and Defense. You can contact Jesse James Tucker for more information at 520-838-1592. Text or call. So again, that's 520-838-1592. Hey, welcome back to the show. And just so you know, this episode is going to be a little bit dark, okay? You know, if you heard my other episodes like Violet and Bizarre Ancient Sports, that's a good one actually. That's one of my favorite. Um, Part 1 and 2. Or a history of violence, part one and two. I kind of talk about and go through uh, the many forms of torture and execution that have been used throughout human history. Yeah, it's lots of those. Pretty fucked up, if you ask me. So it's going to be one of those. Some graphic content, just in case you're a little bit sensitive with that. It's okay. Um, so yeah, this is uh, some of the some botched executions here, right? But... Uh, the most fucked up ones. Worst botched executions of all time. Stay tuned, yo. back to the show yeah you guessed it you heard the intro you read the title some botched executions worst of all time actually all right now let me inform you a little bit about the um the death penalty here right you see during the 120 year span from 1890 to 2010 nearly 9,000 people were legally executed in America. America. Of these, an estimated of 276 were botched, 
which means, in other words, uh, it didn't go as planned. And um, they might have had a, to try a couple more times to kill the poor fella. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, in fact, some of them traumatized the witnesses. Yeah. So let's get right to it. All right. Um, so this guy, when he was placed into the electric chair in May 1990. Oh, yes, the 90s. Anywho. Convicted murder and rapist Jesse Joseph Tafero or Tafero required three jolts of power before it killed him. Yeah, <laughs> it's an inadvertent human error involving the use of synthetic sponge rather than a natural sponge was blamed for the error. Uh huh. I wonder if, if it was an accident, right? Who knows? Who knows? But anywho. In the first two attempts to kill Tafero, witnesses said they saw flames erupting from Tafero's head, yo. <laughs> yeah. Inmates at the prison claimed they could smell his burning flesh for days after he was killed. Yeah, perhaps the most tragic part of this story, after his death, one of Tafero's accomplices claimed responsibility for the murders for which Tafero received the death penalty for. Yeah, an innocent man, yo, suffered in the electric chair and his head bursted into flames. It's fucked up, right? What a way to start a show, Chewy. Well, hang on, because it's going to get worse, all right? This poor lady, it took 100 blows from an axe to cure her. Yeah. <laughs> an English aristocrat who lived in the 1400s, Lady Margaret de la Pole, suffered the misfortune of getting entangled in the bloody dispute over King Henry VIII's attempts to divorce the Queen and Marianne Boleyn. I might be saying these names wrong. My bad. I apologize. So, although she was guilty of nothing... Uh, she was arrested for treason, placed in the Tower of London for over two years before finally facing public execution. Yeah, that was entertainment back then. We all know that. At the hands of an axe-wielding man with extremely bad aim. Motherfucker probably showed up drunk to work, yo, or hungover. Anywho, in front of about 150 onlookers, the executioner hacked at her for a total of 11 Times before finally finally decapitating her. Yeah, Lady Margaret undoubtedly experienced tremendous agony before finally being killed. Yeah, what the fuck, right? Alright, here's an interesting one. It's pretty fucked up, but I mean, this lady is tough, yo. 50 Cent ain't got nothing on this lady, alright? <laughs> to the Western eye, Thai names are hopelessly complicated. And Gengal Lausang Fuck dude I fucked that up bad But it's spelled G-I-N-G-G-A-E-W um, L-O-R-S-O-U-N-G-N-E-R-N I fucked that up bad I apologize <laughs> Okay so that name is no exception right A domestic maid for an elite Bangkok family She kidnapped the family's six year old son and delivered him to a gang that held him for ransom. The family refused to pay for the ransom, and the gang stabbed the boy repeatedly. However, 
this is not what killed him. As coroners later determined, he died from suffocation after being buried alive. I told you, it's fucked up. For, you know, for her part in the boy's murder, Largongern, fuck, I fucked that up, but the the fucking, (laughs) I fucked that up bad. Okay, the maid, the kidnapped the boy, okay? Let's just call it that. The maid was sentenced to death by firing squad. After being tied to a cross and riddled with 10 bullets, examiners saw no vital signs in the woman. Her body was moved into a morgue. But once placed upon the morgue table, she began to sit up. Yeah, it took another 15 bullets to finally kill her, yo. I don't know about you, but that's fucking gangster as fuck. Unless she was a zombie. So if you thought the first story... Was pretty bad The one about the electric chair Yeah If you thought that one was bad Here's another one And yes It involves More flames (laughs) After an extended crime spree Of 30 armed robberies 9 kidnappings And finally The murder of a pawn shop owner John Evans Was arrested in Alabama And sentenced to death He told officials That if released He would kill again on April, th- April 1983, Alabama officials strapped him into an electric chair and delivered a fatal jolt. Or what they thought was a fatal jolt. According to one reporter, smoke and sparks came out from under the hood and the vicinity of Evans' left temple. Yeah. And that was just after the first jolt. But examiners found that his heart was still beating. It took two more jolts in a total of 14 minutes before Evans was finally dead. Witnesses said they smelled smoke and burning flesh. And after the third jolt, Evans' dead body was left, quote, charred and smoldering, end quote. Yeah, I mean, on the plus side, John Evans, that sounds like a badass whiskey, yo. I would drink that, right? That's cool. Smoky flavor. So here's another one that involves uh, kidnapping and murder. You ready? I mean, it's kind of it's kind of hard to feel sorry for um, Jimmy Lee Gray after being paroled for killing his girlfriend. But that's not all. He kidnapped a three year old girl, raped her, tried drowning her in a creek, and finally killed her by stomping on her neck and snapping it. Yeah, like I said, some graphic shit in here, all right? Sentenced to to die in a Mississippi gas chamber, it took nearly eight minutes to kill Gary, or Gray, my bad, during which witnesses had to be cleared from the room after he began moaning and smashing his head against a steel pole inside the gas chamber. Some have speculated that due to the nature of his crimes, his execution was deliberately botched. After Gray was dead, it was revealed that his executioner had been drunk. Yeah, told you. Showing up drunk to work, yo. Now, I don't know about you, but that's some shit. Like, it's in a horror movie, right? This dude in a gas chamber banging his fucking head till he dies. It's fucked up, yo. But like I said, it's hard to feel bad for him, right? Considering what he did. Anywho, moving on. So, you know, there's been a lot of, uh, you know, firing Firing squads in uh, electric chair. Let's get a little bit more modern, right? 
sentenced to die by lethal injection for the fatal shooting of a Texas restaurant owner. Raymond Landry was led into a room and injected with a fatal chemicals. Mm-hmm. The lethal injection. On December 13, 1988, however, the IV needle that had been placed in Landry's arm exploded, spraying the lethal fluids towards witnesses. Witnesses heard him groan at least once during the ordeal. A second injection was attempted. Yeah, Billy Mays here. But wait, there's more. But the second attempt finally proved successful. But from start to finish, it took an estimated 40 minutes to kill Landry. Imagine that you go and witness somebody getting lethal injection. Then the fucking IV explodes and sprays chemicals on you. Yo, that's some crazy shit. All right, now we're going back to the gas chamber. All right, and this time, it's where I'm from, yo, in Arizona, 1992. Donald Lee Harding endured an agonizing 10 minutes while violently struggling against his restraining straps before he finally succumbed. One reporter who saw the execution said that Harding spasmed and jerked for nearly seven minutes. Another witness claimed that the two other witnesses were walking vegetables for days after viewing his execution. Yeah, a little traumatized, right? Just a little... Hey everyone, quick message from Tucson's Rising Phoenix Fitness and Defense. Help treat anxiety and depression with martial arts training and education. Develop the confidence, skills, and fitness you need to stay safe. Our focus is real-world self-defense tactics, practical and effective for everyone. You can find them at 4500 East Speedway Boulevard, number 4. Tucson AZ 85712, or you can call them at 520-838-1592. They are open from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. So hit them up. Learn martial arts, very therapeutic, and you can learn to kick ass and kick depression's ass as well. So um, hit them up. The bar is open. Sit back, grab a cold one, and get ready for the news you didn't even know you needed. From the frozen wasteland of western North Dakota to the tropical playground of Florida, it's time for tales of wonder and amazement. Put the kids to bed and pour yourself a drink. Lock the doors and close the blinds. Break out the cocaine and hookers. It's time for happy hour news. Hey, let me tell you about the number one daiquiri delivery service right here in Tucson, Arizona. Now, if you know anything about Arizona, you know it gets ridiculously hot in here. Okay, like over 110 degrees easily. So stay cool. And you still want to get your party on? Get these booze going. You get these frozen daiquiris. Or you could get the non-alcoholic versions as well. Or catering for the whole party yeah they got amazing flavors such as a scorpion which is strawberry the gila monsters grape cactus jack green apple all these come with candies that go with the flavors tailored for each individual drink and flavor 
you know, such as like uh, Lifesavers gummies, gummy worms, sour gummies. You know, there's pink lemonade. Um, there's uh, there's specialties as well. The like the Zona Sunset is their spin on Mangonada, which is a mango slushy with chamoy and tamarindo candy. Very delicious. That's my favorite actually. There's the Wildcat, which is U of A inspired. It's cherry and blue raspberry. I highly recommend these these guys. They accept Cash App, Cash, Facebook Pay. Uh, you can find them on Facebook, Desert Daiquiris. You can find them on Instagram, Desert Daiquiris 520. Or you can text them 520-261-6658. I highly recommend these guys. Um, if you've listened to my show, you know I love these Desert Daiquiris. Yo. According to TV reporter Cameron Harper, obviously, okay, so quote, obviously this man was suffering. This was a violent death, an ugly event. We put animals to death more humanely. Yeah, that's a pretty strong statement there. God damn, that's deep. Another witness newspaper reporter, Carla McLean, said, quote, Harding's death was extremely violent. He was in great pain. I heard him gasp and moan. I saw his body turn from red to purple, unquote. Oh, man, some rough shit, right? Now, this one, this is from the great state of Florida, the appendix of the United States. <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> Due to his tremendous size, about 350 pounds, Florida officials constructed a special electric chair to dispatch killer Alan Lee Davis. According to witnesses, the spectacle was brutal. Quote, before he was pronounced dead, the blood from his mouth had poured onto the collar of his white shirt, and the blood on his chest had spread to the about the size of a dinner plate. Yeah, even oozing through the buckle holes of the leather chest strap holding him to the chair, unquote. Yeah, pretty graphic. A Florida state senator who viewed the execution photos said that the blood eventually formed the shape of a cross which she took as sign that God had approved the execution. <laughs> yeah, why not, right? Human sacrifice. Now, I'm just saying, this fat dude in an electric chair, all right, yeah, create some heat. Now, did he smell like carnitas or bacon? You know what I mean? That's what I'm wondering, yo. I'm just saying I'm fat. That's probably what I smell like. So there's been a lot of, you know, electric chairs and, uh, gas chamber there's been one so far of um firing squad but hey let's go back to hang them right the hanging days yeah good old westerns eh? back in the 1800s tom blackjack ketchum was a classic old west outlaw part of a posse that robbed and killed its way across new mexico and texas he was finally arrested and sentenced to death by hanging in Clayton, New Mexico, but because executioners forgot to remove the 200-pound sandbag that was used to test the gallows before hanging Ketchum, yeah, the rope was a little, let's just say it was a little tight, right? And instead of merely hanging him to death, Ketchum was decapitated. Yo, that's brutal. But if you thought that was brutal, check this one out. This story is amazingly similar to that of Tom Ketchum, right? 
that it happened in Southwest in the late 1800s and involved a botched hanging that decapitated the victim. Well, it was different in, in that, in, you know, it happened in Arizona rather than New Mexico. Yeah, another Arizona. And uh, it involved a female murder this time. Eva Dugan or Duggan, D-U-G-A-N. Anywho, who insisted on her innocence up until the end. When her head snapped off, it rolled right in front of spectators' feet, shocking the crowd. In fact, it shocked them so much that immediately after the execution, Arizona replaced the gallows with the gas chamber as their preferred mode of execution. <laughs> yeah, some history right there, right? So they accidentally chopped this lady off, trying this lady's head off, trying to hang her, and uh, that's when Arizona says, "No, nah, you know what? Let's not hang people no more. Let's uh, just throw them in the gas chambers, right?" And then later watch her, watch them fucking bang their head on a pole. Yeah. Anywho. So in 1890, William Kemmler convicted of murdering his wife with a hatchet went down in history as the first criminal to die in the electric chair. See more history. After one jolt, officials assumed Kemmler was dead only to realize that he was still bleeding from his hands and mouth indicating that his heart was still pumping. Oh, can I have that? He was indeed alive and started groaning loudly. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he probably sounded something like this. Yes! Anywho. <laughs> um, yeah, but he received a second jolt, which according to one scribe called sickening, no, caused, my bad, sickening, sizzling sound, like steak, from the chair, as if meat was being cooked upon it, followed by a billow of smoke that filled the room with the odor of burning hair. Although witnesses were traumatized, Kemmler was finally dead. Yo, dude. Ugh. I mean, so this dude smell like burning hair. I'm still wondering what the fat dude smell like. I mean, aren't you wondering? Anywho, here's another uh, electric chair one. Back at Florida, 1997, convicted murderer Pedro Medina was placed in a Florida electric chair. But, of course, um, since he's in this podcast episode, I'm pretty sure you could guess his execution did not go smoothly. According to the one observer, a crown of foot-high flames shot from the headpiece during the execution, filling the execution chamber with a stench of thick smoke and gagging the two dozen official witnesses. The power was temporarily switched off, but Medina kept burning until he finally died. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. Lots of uh, electric chair ones here, right? And uh, flames <laughs> and sizzling, right? So here's the last one. And yes, it's another electric chair one. You know, America loves doing that. Or loved anyway, past tense. Frank Coppola was a Virginia cop who was sentenced to death for the 1978 murder of his girlfriend. 
during which he repeatedly slammed her head on the floor. After she was dead, Coppola and accomplices, they took off with over 3000 and some jewelry. Yeah, $3,000 worth of jewelry from the crime scene. In 1982, he finally was strapped into an electric chair after an initial jolt that lasted an agonizing 55 seconds. Yeah, you guessed it. He wasn't dead. Whereupon he received another 55-second jolt. Yeah, in which witnesses say he uh, produced the smell and sound of burning flesh. The second jolt was also so intense that it caused both of Coppola's legs to burst into flames. There you go. That's all we needed. More fucking fire in the electric chair, right? <laughs> no wonder they stopped using it. Yo, goddamn. Shit is brutal. So, yeah. There you go. Another episode. Um, It's uh, pretty fucking violent, yo. <laughs> but, um... You know, I left it nice and short and sweet for you, all right? Lots of graphic details, all right? But I hope you enjoyed it. I mean, um, and uh, thanks for tuning in, yo. Peace. Hey, so I'm sure you've noticed I've been getting a lot more celebrity guests on my show. And this is all thanks to Steve Joyner. He's a publicist. And man, this guy takes his work seriously. He does not fuck around. And this guy is keeping me busy, yo. He, yeah, I'm just getting so many celebrity guests. Thank you so much, Steve Joyner. And um, if you yourself are an actor, director, producer, and you are looking for a uh, publicist, do not hesitate to contact Steve, right? He is a really cool guy. You'll love him, okay? His phone number is 816-605-4561. Or if you would like to email him, it's uh, all one word, starts with a capital S. And it's stevesjnetwork at gmail.com. So again, starts with a capital S. And then it's T-E-V-E-S-J-N-E-T-W-O-R-K at gmail.com. Tell him Screamy Chewy sent you. You will not be disappointed. And uh, yeah, so big shout out to you, Steve. Thanks again, bro. Peace. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. And if you'd like to support this podcast, check out anchor.fm slash screamingchewy gmail.com. Any contribution is greatly appreciated and that makes you my producer. If not, that's cool. I'm just happy you're tuning in. And hey, Screaming Chewy Show merch. Yeah, that's right. At teespring.com. Just Google teespring, T-E-E spring, Screaming Chewy Show. Just Google that. It'll take you right there. And uh, yeah, you could buy hoodies, t-shirts, socks, masks, you know, if there's any stuff you'd like to see on there. 
or purchase just let me know and i'll add it on and uh yeah you'll be rocking styling social media don't forget to follow me on there on facebook screaming chewy show i like to share memes just make up stupid shit share my episodes on there and just whatever um check out my youtube for video versions of my podcast episodes also in between episodes i like to add me streaming yeah watch me get scared playing a creepy game or die playing PUBG or some shit you know what i mean and uh yeah just check out my youtube and uh twitter it's at screaming chewy yeah not screaming chewy show i should change it to that but for now it's just screaming chewy and uh thanks again for tuning in see you next week peace